I don't want a full house at the Winter Garden Theater. I want 90 people who just came out of the worst rainstorm in the city's history. These are people who are alive on the planet until they dry off. I wish I had a theater that was only open when it rained. I don't like it when people come up to me after my plays and say, I really dug your message, man. Or, I really dug your play, man. I cried. I like it when people come up to me the next day or a week later and they say, I saw your play. What happened? I did a thing about suicides of the American Indian. And nobody cared. Nobody showed. And I think the American Indian is as American as John and Ethel Barrymore and uh, Donnie and Marie Osmond. I think it's really sad, but... I think that nowadays when people dream, they don't even dream in their own country anymore. And that's sick. Good evening, everybody. Dave Juskow with you on an all-new podcast at the end of September. What a night it was last night, the big football show. Wasn't sure if I was putting out a podcast today, but I can't let anybody down. We're coming up with the 100th show. The 100th show next week, the 100th podcast. That means two years of podcasting. It's sick. It's twisted. But today's an all-new one. Stay tuned. True, 99th podcast today, and I was thinking about just airing. I'm not, I'm not fully prepared, and yet I'm completely prepared. It's a, I will explain all. I just, you know, I, I, I was hung over all day because you know we did the football show last night live with Artie and Lenny and Rachel and Natterman and all the kind people at the Comedy Cellar. Even though I was angry last week at them, you know, I'm still angry. I get angry at everybody, but I am not going to. I'm not going to lash out tonight. It was an excellent time. Uh, everybody was great. And you know how I love to lash out the day after, but uh, I cannot. Everybody was wonderful. If anybody was a flaw, it was me. Uh, but again, I will explain later. So I was like a little hungover. wasn't sure if I was going to do the podcast, but I decided, you know what? I was talking to my sister about it, and you know what? I decided like the, the site, you know, what we did last night lo- streamed live. So there's really no reason to put it out. If you want to watch it, if you want to listen to it, I'm going to tell you exactly the site to go to, and we'll play some clips from it today. And I mean just random clips because I didn't, like I just said, I didn't have time to set up. And when I say I didn't have time, I mean I had plenty of time, but I preferred to take a nap and play Candy Crush, which is, you know, a very rude thing to say to everybody that likes to listen to this lovely podcast. So I've been thinking about, you know, what I'm going to do next week, and... Uh, that was another thing my sister and I talked about, and I was like, I called up Stand Up Labs where we first started the podcast, you know, two years ago, and I asked them if I could use their room, but I haven't heard back from them, and I don't know if I will, and then I called this other guy, Alex, who's very nice, and maybe I could use his studio, but, you know, I want to keep bringing people in and out, 
And then I just said, well, why don't I just do it in my apartment, have a bunch of chairs, and I can face the audience or, you know, my friends and uh, just have them come in and out. And, you know, maybe I can do that. I mean, I haven't had, you know, a lot of people over my house in a long time. I used to have people over all the time, and now I just don't. And But why not, you know? I mean, we got to do something, right? I mean, we got to do something. It's the 100th podcast. I mean, you have to do some form of celebration. And, you know, I mean, quite frankly, me celebrating just talking about television is good enough for me personally, but I think you got to do a little something. You got to do something. You got to do something. I don't think I'll be able to take everybody out for dinner after, but, uh, you know, I think I could put a little something together. So so when I, when I came home, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put up. I had every intention of just putting up last night's show. And then, you know, like I said, I was like, I said to myself, I'm like, should I, should I do it? And then I'm like, you know, I mean, and I don't mind being lazy today because I was preparing this show and I did put a lot into it, the football show I'm talking about from last night, but you can see it. It's not like the Godfather where, you know, I don't have it up uh, and you can't find it anywhere. And if you don't live in New York, you know, you're screwed. Um, This is something you can completely see. In fact, I just pulled up uh, while we were uh, playing the intro, which is my favorite, Bill Murray in Tootsie and he's like I don't want I don't want like a lot of people to show up to my show I want about you know nine people just come out of the worst rainstorm in history I mean that's pretty much what happened last night it definitely wasn't sold out but there was a lot of people but maybe I didn't put as much word out as I thought because I wasn't sure how it was going to work but I got to say last night was terrific um maybe I wasn't pleased at all because you know it's very difficult with the godfather it's 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 laughs 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 and it's great, you know, when it works well, like it did last time. Uh, but with this, you know, you're, we're sitting there, we're talking, and we have these uh, chairs, like these little swivel chairs, so we're like doing a, like, you know, a Dick Cavett show uh, instead. But it was it was fun, and we used lav mics, so we weren't talking into the actual microphones, which was even better, and it made it just easy and smooth to talk to everybody, and Artie was amazing. I mean, you know, without him... I don't I think the show would have sucked and I don't know whether it would have been the show I, I don't I don't know I don't know <laughs> I mean he just adds this greatness and funny to it that you know that maybe I'm missing when I say that all these other shows that I don't care for on you know these pre-game shows because they're not funny you know in a way I was being like them I was just you know, my job technically in this particular case was to be the host and move move it along so we get in under the hour so we can get out so that idiot Michelle Wolf can come in. Uh, and that's what I did, you know, and Artie and Lenny were really funny and Rachel was really funny and they pick on me and I love it. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I, it, I like that. I think it's really funny and there's no reason not to pick on me. I think I take it well sometimes, <laughs> you know, but I mean... Um, you know, I showed a like a slide presentation of me because I went to the tailgate on Sunday um, for the Giants game. I got a tremendous sunburn; it was really messed up. So I showed all these slides first, where um, because I, you know it's live; it's not a, it's not just a podcast. So I showed all these slides, like me in the parking lot at eight thirty by myself, just me in my minivan. You know, like a big distance shot. And then I showed it like where more people came. And then uh, my friend Lee, you know, puts the tailgate together had this Redskins guy come in, uh, you know, an all full, you know, chief, Indian chief headgear 
and he came to the Giants tailgate, but he bought this like peace pipe with him, which is called a shot ski, which I didn't know until last night. And you put three shots on the thing and you all have to do the shots together. You know, you flip it, it's like a stick, you put the shots in and you got to do it together. And if you're going to come in all Washington Redskins headdress, which is, you know, you know, uh, you've seen uh, Silver Linings playbook. You know, you don't go to, you know, you're taking, you're taking a risk. Uh, but the Giants are much classier people than the Philadelphia Eagles fans. So I don't, you know, they're not going to beat anybody up for wearing Washington stuff. Uh, but in Philadelphia, I think you could get beaten up for that. But if you're going to do that, then yes, bring that stick and a, and a bottle of vodka and do shots with everybody. You, you're going to win everybody over. Um, turned out things worked out quite well for that young gentleman. Uh, anyway, the where you can see the program is on Facebook.com, and it's Facebook.com slash OfficialTheKicker. Uh, sorry, OfficialTheKicker, one word, and then another slash. It's Facebook.com. you got to log on to Facebook, and then you go to all one word, OfficialTheKicker, O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L, The Kicker. Um, it's a place called The Kicker, and this is their site, and they have the entire... Uh, they taped 45 minutes of, well, I think it's here. No, I don't see it, but well, I know it's on here somewhere. I'm on their site now, but it, it is hard to find. My sister said it was a little hard to find yesterday. Why would they take it down? Well, I know I saw it on my, when people were commenting, so it's got to be here somewhere. Maybe you have to go to, oh, maybe you go to videos. I'm, I'm checking right now. I'm online. That's weird. Well, I, listen, I know it's up there somewhere. I, You know, my sister was right. This is hard to find. Uh, that's kind of weird. It's, 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 huh. <laughs> Why would they take it down? They wouldn't. Oh, there it is. Okay, it's a, it's under videos, all videos, the football show with Dave and Artie live. Uh, 30,000 views. Good stuff. How about, Huh? 30,000 views, that's good, 41 minutes. Yeah, because um, they didn't want to tape my intro. And let me tell you, thank goodness, because I suck. I had a horrible warm-up intro. I was not prepared. And then I uh, brought up Natterman, and I think I sunk him in a way. Uh, he did a great job. And then I had my fake intro. Here, let me uh, I'll play some of it. Yeah, I was doing Paul Lynn. you do a football show and you do Paul Lynn imitations, a lot of people... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I, I went to the Yankees game, I went to the Mets game, all the time, always remember to put on sunscreen. But, oh, I'm sorry if I forget at the end of September that I'm in a parking lot in New Jersey and I forgot to put on sunscreen, I get a full sunburn. I mean, who would have... Uh, nobody else got sunburned, which bothers me because, you know, I'm, I'm Hebrew. My people are supposed to be okay with this. For, for years, we walked in the desert. Oh my my mother keeps saying, you got to go to Israel. I'm like, are you trying to kill me off? I'm, gonna get, I'm clearly going to get sun poisoning there. There's no way I can survive in Israel. I remember when I, I was... This the, is why I didn't even want to... Play. I, I'm horrible. I'm horrible. You know, sometimes at, at the Godfather one, I'm kind of prepared. This this was just like, what what am I doing? Oh, my God. Woof. I stink. All right. I swear to God, if I edited this show, I would edit that out so you wouldn't have to hear that. That was a disaster. All right, well... Fortunately, Natterman comes up and single-handedly saves the show. A very good friend. He is the host. The co- right. Kill me off? Okay. 
Is it, it's not really a classic story. Oh, shit. I don't know what that means. Is oh. this, uh, David, is this a football of all types? Or a... Maybe he would have to eat 20 women. If he ate 20 women... He's talking about Cosby. Maybe it would be on the news. A strange story out of Germany. Slappy von Richthofen <laughs> ate 20 women. And the story gets even more bizarre. He didn't use sauerkraut. Anyhow, I, I, uh, I became an uncle recently for the fifth time, which is not very impressive, because being an uncle, nobody's impressed when you're an uncle. You can tell somebody you got 500 nieces and nephews, they're never going to say, oh, my God, how do you do it? Because there's nothing to do. We don't do shit. That, that's why there's no books about being an uncle. You may have noticed that nobody ever wrote, like, what to expect when your sister's expecting. You know, there's no, uh, there's no uncle magazines. A lot of magazines about parenting. There's no uncle weekly magazine. What would an article be in that magazine? Is your nephew out of control with drugs and alcohol? Well, since it's not your problem, here's some weekend getaway ideas. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty> much- <laughs> uh, he, he, thank God he did a good job. Then I come back, and this is where I guess they... I guess you'll be able to see this on the live show. They're obsessed with their... They'll send you like a text message. <laughs> a good old Sheila. So, a gun. So, I'm going to leave you now. And- From the amazing three loves... Wait, I d- <laughs> Well, uh, the uh, football show with Dave, Artie, and Lenny, and uh, this is the first one out of four that we're going to be doing. Like I said, I've set up the uh, show like the Dick Cavett uh, show. We're going to have a conversation and uh, a good time. I hope everybody's in the mood for fun and games and degenerate gambling uh, stories. Uh, All right, let's start with the prepared material. Uh, Well, uh, I understand... uh, I'm trying to do like a Carson monologue. (laughs) I don't know why. Colin Kaepernick is uh, in the news today. I, uh, currently, unlike Colin Kaepernick, uh, the Jets quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't see color. How else can you explain him completing uh, six passes to red jerseys? <laughs> Ed? Uh, well, the Rams returned to L.A. Uh, after 21 years, but it's funny, they... Uh, Managed to find their way from St. Louis to L.A., but it took them three weeks to find the end zone. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you hear Lenny laughing. <laughs> it's just, it's the, the prepared comedy is uh, funny. Anyway, oh. then we... Uh... Uh, <laughs> let me introduce our, uh, my co-hosts all this week and all this year. Uh... Anyway, we introduce everybody, and then we, um, and then we just start rapping. You know, if you're going to come in that... Headdress to a Giants tailgate. Oh, there's a, Artie just, just keeps making that, fun of the slides. Shotsky? That's Shotsky, and that's good. Right, Lee? Lee, that's your friend, uh, Sophia. Go to my uh, friend. Oh, yeah, so I had this ridiculously hot girl go around, and, uh, you know, she could talk to the, um, you know, the audience members and stuff like that, which was cool. But let's move on. Let's talk about the NFL. Uh, talk about some news. Uh, Tom Brady will be coming back next week. Yeah, fuck him. Well, <laughs> do they need him? But... Uh, there are a lots of people here that seem to like the Patriots for some reason. Really? They win all of a sudden. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Tom Brady owes me about 80 grand. <laughs> he probably has it in his pocket yeah, for he you. Does, absolutely. <laughs> well, I guess the question is, do they even need him back? And is he even as good as we think he is if they just keep winning without him well, anyway? Well, listen, he can't, you know, he's got a perfect life except, except for Eli Manning. You know, right, right, right. He can't okay, be the quarterback that looks retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Artie's the best. And uh, God, he's so funny and he's so good and he just livened up everything and he made everything great. 
and you can hear that on the Facebook site. You should totally watch it because really, really was fun. You get to see the slides, which are really funny. And Artie was making fun of the slides. It's just like, well, maybe you can slow down the show a little bit with more slide presentation. But um, now I'm going to get more slides because, you know, now I know what annoys him. So it's extra funny. But uh, I think we all had a really good time. And then, and then the puppet, there was a puppet. The puppet didn't work too well. I mean, it worked fine, but the guy wasn't that great because... He couldn't see what was happening. I think Rachel was trying to like pet him and stuff, and he couldn't tell. So it just it it didn't really work. Between the Tonys and the NBA playoffs, oh. the same <laughs> I bet you Cabaret wins. Well, me and my friend Vincent, we you know, Vincent would go back. We're like, see that shot by Michael Jordan? He goes, you see what Angela Lansbury is wearing? <laughs> for real or not? Anyway, let's make our picks. All right, let's do it. And Mr. Lacey's going to help us. You okay with that? I'm ready. Oh my God, oh. this is not working. More PowerPoint. <laughs> All right, so we'll... That's the puppet. I'm already... I'm like, this isn't working. <laughs> it's, it, he didn't use the voice I asked him to use, which was this British one, which was kind of... Maybe he thought that wasn't working. You know what? I have no idea. Uh, breeze through a couple, and then we'll go... We see we got the board. Baltimore, Artie, what do you like? Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders, plus the three and a half. Lenny. I want to like the Raiders, but Baltimore is sneaky really good this year. I'm going Baltimore. Yeah, I know. I can't decide either. The Raiders are playing really good. I may th- I think I'm going to take the points. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Rachel? Oh. I have to go Baltimore. I'm from Merlin. Oh, yeah, she is. Mr. Lacey? Baltimore. Why? Me and Rachel, we're together in this. Aww. Aww. Nice. Dave, you do, that joke, you do that joke about you had sex with a chick in Baltimore gave you soft shell cramps. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you whisper it almost like you were half trying to protect his dignity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to feed it to him. <laughs> All right, Browns, Redskins. Uh, I was, I was, like I said, I was trying to move it along, but I mean, you can see, I think it's, I think it'll be good. You know, I haven't, you know, looked at it or heard it because I was going to wait till I put it on the podcast and then, you know, kind of walk. And then that's how I listen to the podcast. I just kind of, when I'm walking, uh, I listen, but um, I don't know. It sounds pretty funny. I, I think the audience really liked it. Uh, obviously, you know, again, when you do a show, when you're a comic, you just think everybody hates it. But I think, like, I think Artie and Lenny and Rachel had a really good time. Um, my friend Memo, who kind of set up this great, you know, we had a chart, you know, with all the games and our faces on it. And Memo was able to write in like a Madden, uh, you know, I'm doing the, you know, the scribbling with my hand. Uh, he was able to write in the, like the Madden thing, the games that we liked. It was like the chalkboard. It was, you know, but on a video screen, so it was really kind of fun. So if you see it, um, it's you know, it was it was it was lots of fun, and you know, we're gonna do it again, and I think I'll make it better. And this girl that was um, going around asking everybody's questions. Let me see if I can get her. You gotta hear her voice. She's British. It's. Uh... Shoots from the three. Stop talking. I'm sorry. I apologize. Lenny hates when Rachel does this bit where she just uh, does pretend she doesn't know anything about football. But that's what I'm going. For. What'd you, what'd you <laughs> say? <laughs> yeah, there she is. One of them, I'm sure, will be up for These it. These two people. One of them, I'm sure, will be up. Want to hear, Mr. Lacey? Jets, Jets, Jets. All right. Let's. Um, Sophia, why don't you do a little, uh, if there's a, a lady in the audience that would like to do a little trivia, win a burrito from Chipotle. Win the Ebola virus. Sophia, you have a lady? <laughs> lady. I think the woman right up front, right there, yeah. yeah. Is that Does she want to do it? <laughs> do you want to play? There's three ladies over here, so one of them, I'm sure, will be up for it. I, that's uh, Sophia. She's, um, you know, hot. I mean, she was wearing these little shorts. She said she's going to look out. She's interesting, so funny, because um, 
she first of all she bought the prizes the burrito from chipotle i was supposed to get t-shirts from the comedy show but they didn't bring them down so you mean you you have the trivia games you want to give some prizes a drink or something and you know she bought prizes i'm like well how do you have 500 free burritos from chipotle she just goes i'm hot i just get free stuff like you know as if um hello like when people are like well how do you know <laughs> like when sarah would be like well how do you how do you know Michael Caine? And I'm like, hey, I got a life outside you, you know. You know, like as if I, how would I ask that question? And it's true. Um, she I, she goes, um, oh, when, you know, I go to this place, Sapphire, this uh, strip club, and um, they just give me free bottles of vodka. And I'm like, why? And I'm like, why am I asking why? Why am I asking why? I mean, this girl's ridiculous. I mean, she's really hot and she was the perfect person to go walking around. And And this is her job. She actually does this for a living in Washington, D.C. She has a show on the CW network where she kind of goes around. I don't know if you, I don't know whether it's local or not, but after Saturday Night Live, they have a thing called First Look, and it's like a travel show with a ridiculously hot girl just like this, and I guess she does the D.C. version of that, and she usually, like, you know, when when bands are in town, you know, like you 2 she'll take them out and cook something at a restaurant with them because that is exactly who the bands want to see. So it makes a lot of sense. And she just is hot and a party girl and the perfect person for that job. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't know what other clips I can play, but that's the show. So I think, I mean, in that sense, I'm just going to, uh, you can see it. You can watch it. Uh, so like I said, I went to the tailgate and I got so sunburnt because, for real, I was so good about it all summer. You know I went to the beach. You know I went to the track. I remembered I went to the Yankee game. I remembered always to put on sun lotion. But for God's sakes, how do I forget? You know, the end of September, I'm not thinking I got to put on. Once Labor Day comes, I'm not thinking I got to put on, you know, lotion. And, what's it called? Sunscreen anymore. Because, you know, and especially it's almost October. I'm in a parking lot in Jersey. It wouldn't even occur to me. It was such a bad burn. And then I realized this happens to me every year. I always forget. I cannot remember. Every year I come home from the tailgate and I'm like, never again, because I think I'm like drunk and I'm having a bad time. But then I realized it's not the drunkenness. It's the burn. I'm in pain afterwards because I am spent from the sunburn or sun poisoning that I have, which is a nightmare. Now it's peeling. That one actually looks kind of nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, look, kind of a nice tag going over there on uh, Tuesday night of the Comedy Cellar. I don't think that many people showed up, but I think this 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 hot girl said, "Hey, if I put it on Instagram, I will get I will pack the place." And I'm like, "I believe you." I'm not going to not believe her anymore because she was texting me today. She's like, "I'm sorry, I'm late. I'll make it up to you." I'm like, "What does that mean?" I don't think it means anything, but um, you know, it's just it's hot. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. She had a really good time, and that makes me happy. Uh, and the thing is, um, I don't want to. You know, I'm gonna use this other girl, Sharon Houston, who came to town, but she couldn't make it. And then we got this girl, and I don't know. You know, she's like, well, I hope. You know, I w- I want to be doing it when you get back, and she would be good because you know she, I've talked about her on the show. She she definitely knows her football. And she likes to butcher people, and that's kind of fun. Maybe I'll just have her up on stage. I don't know. I can't decide. I I did one of the classic blunders on Saturday. I I, I picked I picked her up from the airport. You know, picking up a girl from the airport is. I felt bad for her. She got she came here for this writing job. Um, 
you know, she's been living in LA for 20 years. She came in for this writing job. She got a job on a show. She's like, you got to move to New York for three months. Sublet her place, got a place here. While she's getting on the plane, they say, hey, the show's been canceled. Can you imagine? So I felt horrible. I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. It's Saturday. I, just, I got all the tailgating stuff together Saturday. I knew I'd wake up early, but it was late enough at night. There's no traffic. I'm like, I'll go get her. I'm lugging like three suitcases up, three flights of stairs, uh, you know, the classic blunder. And then she's like taking texts from other boys. You know, I'm like, you know what? You know what? That's uncool. And I'm going to tell her that because that's not cool. It's the classic. Why would you pick a girl up at the airport? You know, uh, you know, to look foolish. Um, but I did it. But maybe I needed to do it because I hadn't done it in a long time. You know, maybe since college. I mean, besides picking up Sarah once in a while, who's my friend or a friend, you know, picking up like a girl that well, used to be a girlfriend. Well, I guess that's okay, right? We used to go out. That was a nice thing to do. I, mean, I don't know. I just felt like a chump when I was carrying up the luggage up the stairs. I guess it reminded me of, you know, bad times when, you know, we've all been there. There's not one dude in this audience who hasn't picking up, taken a girl up from the, from the airport. You know, maybe, well, what's happening here? We're all suckers. Just like that Seinfeld episode with Keith and Edge. I'm not picking him up from the airport. No, I'm not driving him to the airport. Because we know it's the, it's the classic blunder. The only other blunder is never start a land war in Asia. It's the classic blunder. Never go to war with a Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs> uh, but so today... All right, so wait, let me just think, because I don't, you know, I'm not prepared. I don't have my uh, my notes. Uh, all right, so we did the show. Wait, I'm just thinking, because next week, you know, there's a game in London this Sunday, so I'm hoping to go to the bar and watch early. I love doing that. Uh, it's Rosh Hashanah on Monday, so I can't, uh, I don't know what that means for Monday Night Football. I can't think we didn't go this Monday, but I was sunburnt. I was nervous about the show. Um, but I'm telling you, after this Monday, and I'm still going to try and make it, because I made it after London. Um that's it every other monday i don't like straying from my plan you know i fucking love that plan tommy bahamas for two drinks and then you know 20 wings and another beer and then go home that's the key where it never used to be used to be monday nights where i'm gonna get just smashed we're gonna go out after monday nights monday nights is gonna be unbelievable but i guess that is an age thing because um I just was always looking for a partner on Monday, you know, that I could. Well, I guess, you know, the thing is I go out with Chris Murphy and he doesn't drink. But I don't want to get that messed up on Monday anymore. But I used to really love it, especially since we go out so late all the time. I suppose if we kept going out earlier, maybe it would be different. And I used to go out with this girl, Kelly, who was amazing and so pretty. And, um, oh, my God, I miss her so much. She moved to Chicago. She got a kid and everything, you know. I told you that that was one of those days. Like we, we, we kind of fell in love on September tenth, two thousand and one. Yeah, her birthday is the thirteenth. So we, we were we got together for a Monday. She looked amazing. She was wearing this little dress because she had come from an audition. And I got there, and she was like, hey, I ordered us a bucket of Rolling Rocks. Is that all right? And I'm like, I am in love with this girl. She's really pretty. She's an actress. And really nice. Not your normal kind of actress. And um, 
we just kind of hit it off that night and we were just we met through another friend and really liked each other even though she had a boyfriend and then the next day the world fell apart and then it took us a, a long time to get back together again like maybe seven years for real maybe more that stupid stuff i tell you those terrorists are real problematic jerk offs and that debate huge ratings huge ratings kicked the ass of monday night football which was classic because it was probably one of the most entertaining games you'll ever see on a monday night a non-stop scoring fest, which, um, thank you, yours truly. Uh, I was afraid to take the over over, so I took the I took the third quarter over, which was like seven and a half, and then um, the halftime over, which was like 27 and a half, and uh, I think they scored like 20 touchdowns. I think the point total score was about 75, maybe more. Yeah, it was, no, it was 76 because John, it was 77 because John Vitti, um, for the Boston Globe, took 71 total points, and that's why he came in third place for the tiebreaker uh, to beat Sam Elliott in our pool, which is David Tell, uh, because he was only a six-point difference because they scored 77 points. Uh, so, that, I mean, think about it, and, and it just beat its its ass, and that never happens, you know, football rules. And um, the debates, I mean... Listen, this is it got bigger ratings than Reagan Carter, which was the biggest ratings at the time. Remember, they only go back to really the 60s. Uh, you know, they only, I mean, it's only a couple, you know, you, you know, there's a debate that's been going on for 200 years, but they haven't been televised. And it's classic because they talk about, you know, when you remember that stuff you used to hear about in high school with Nixon and uh, Kennedy and, you know, Nixon losing because he just didn't understand the power of television and he's sweating and he didn't want makeup. He goes, no, this is going to be real. It's going to be real. It's going to make it real. Um, you know, that's always fascinating. And, you know, who wouldn't want to see this? I mean, it's two unlikable candidates trying to win your affection. Hillary definitely seemed more poised. You know, it's funny, Trump seemed poised at first which was very smart because you you want him to almost get it together if you like him but then he he just couldn't hold it in he couldn't hold it in he just kept interrupting kept interrupting but for the first 10 minutes he sat there and he was just trying to be cool you know and just uh yeah uh uh-huh uh-huh it's like you almost want him to fix it up i i don't know you know i still have that feeling you know i think he's gonna (laughs) I get this feeling he's going to win by a landslide because there's just so many people that are voting for him, but you cannot tell uh, a Democrat or, or a Hillary supporter or, or, or any other person that's not voting for Trump that you're going to vote for him. You can't, you can't say it because people will bite your head off. And I don't know. I think there's a lot of secret. Of, and I, I tell you, the more these terrorist attacks happens, I think the more they go for Trump. I mean, I've been saying this nonstop. I just think... It's just Hillary is, is great. She's completely qualified. She's overqualified. She can do the job. She'll be a great president. It's going to be fine. But there is something unlikable about her. It's unbelievable. It's undeniable. It's it's really funny. You know, you just see so her sitting up there and you're like, look at you trying to be likable. And uh, she's just not. Which is so funny because her husband 
is maybe the most charming, likable person that anyone will ever meet in their lifetimes. That's how he won. And we've talked about this, just, you know, his charm and his ability to remember people's names and being a regular dude. This guy, I mean, it's just so weird that he married this just kind of cold, calculated woman, but it makes sense because he had a political agenda. And he was like, this was the right person to marry. And, you know, I think there's an, an affection there and a love, and, you know, he loves the ladies. So he's like, no, this is who you marry. And then, and how funny was that, that uh, Trump was going to invite Jennifer Flowers. And be like, well, look, if you're going to invite uh, such, and I don't remember who she was inviting, but uh, but you do it. I don't know. I mean, look, he looks stupid. And, and look, I just said, and look, I hate when those candidates say, look, it um, drives me crazy. And I just did it myself. But, you know, some of those questions, yeah, he didn't get right. But I think... Well, let's see what happens. I mean, God, it's so entertaining, and you cannot put a price on that. And the vice presidential with two boring stiffs, the white people that just suck, that might be fascinating too. I guess we'll see. But, boy, it's in a couple of weeks. It's a very, very exciting time, very exciting time. So I thought, So what I did have prepared today is to talk about Monday's in the television season. Now, uh, uh, Sundays, you know, the television season's already started. We talked about Sunday. I gave you my predictions. Now, the only one, the only new show that has come on so far has only been on Sundays, The Son of Zorn. Everything else is coming on later. Time after time, we talked about making history, which I think is going to fail. Uh, by the way, I told you I dropped once upon a time, took one look at it last Sunday, and I'm like, I'm out. Oh, boy, I am really out. And I was talking to my friend Ray, who, you know, really doesn't, isn't like me, who won't drop it. He dropped it too. He's just like, this This is just not working. There's, first of all, it's, it's a slew of bad actors, really bad acting. And just, I mean, if you're going to have a kind of a hot girl in the show, just don't, uh, you know, don't have her wearing... A lot, you know, have her wear something fun. It says, ugh, it stinks. Uh, so anyway, I watched The Son of Zorn. I'm, you know, because I was saying, boy, this is going to be great. It's going to be great. It wasn't good. It wasn't good, no. Uh, it sounded good in the promos. Uh, great example of that, you know. But, um, you know, it's it's live action and cartoon. And quite frankly, I, I they did it better in Mary Poppins. I mean, nobody was together. You could see they film it completely separately. Uh, obviously, it costs too much money to do it the proper way, I guess. Um, it seems in this day and age you can work it out, but you can see the problems, and it just was not working at all. So I know I said it would... Well, I think it will last the rest of the fall, but I don't think it's going to make it. Um, yeah, and, you know, it's up against football. <laughs> But Fox doesn't care. I mean, so I watched Family Guy. My friend Chris Regan wrote the episode, and it was really, really funny. Not because he wrote it. It was a great episode. It was a good opening. Uh, they brought back some guys. They brought back Vinny, my favorite, the dog, uh, after Brian died. So that made me happy. And I told Chris, I'm like, can you please bring back Vinny a lot? Because I really like Vinny. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I can get that done. I can't believe he wrote it. I'm so proud of him. Um, I actually helped his career. I 
got him a job writing on The Daily Show, and he parlayed that into a very lucrative writing career. He's also playing Monty Hall in some new sitcom about the 70s or something like that. It sounds like fun. But I'm really happy for him. Chris Regan. Chris Regan, how about that? So that's Sunday. So the ratings for this week are out, and... Sunday Night Football, Bears-Cowboys, are you kidding me? That, of course, won the week by a landslide, 7.6. The next one, Thursday Night Football, Texans-Patriots, even though the Texans didn't even score, but it drops off a full point, 6.1. But, you know, football rules. And then, number three, just like last year, Empire. I'm surprised. You know, nobody's really talking about it, but still killer ratings, 4.2. 4.2. Because Football Night in America, you know, on Sunday, the lead-in show, got a 4.2. So Empire, still kicking major ass, even though you might not hear people talk about it. Big Bang Theory, still in its 10th season, 3.8. That's a huge number. It's the number one comedy. It's the number one show besides Empire. It's amazing. After that's The Voice. And then that show, This Is Us. We haven't talked about that yet. That's on Tuesdays. We'll talk about it next week. Um doing very well, Modern Family. And then uh, the show we are going to be talking about, which is Kevin Can Wait, Kicked Ass. Kicked Ass. We'll talk about that in a second. 60 Minutes, still up there at number top 10. Fascinating. Um, I don't even know whether that was their season premiere, and it's still in the top 10. Grey's Anatomy, season premiere, top 12. What is that? It's 15th season? I mean, Jesus um then a survivor the good place uh that's on mondays i are we i guess we're talking about that today or is that a thursday show and they just put it on monday uh that's with Kristen bell and ted danson so i taped it um wasn't very good we'll talk about that uh designated survivor we're talking about today the even um it's supposed to be a Monday show, but it seems... Oh, no, 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 that's a Wednesday show. That's with Kiefer Sutherland, right? That's the Kiefer Sutherland show. Um, that did very well. That's the premiere, though, that show Bull, which I you know, was waiting to get to. That's on a Tuesday. Did very well. I thought for sure that wasn't going to work. Uh, Lethal Weapon did very well. I think, you know, the premieres, people want to check it out. We'll see what happens to that. Again, we'll talk about that later in the uh, season. NCIS, of course, the Goldbergs, Speechless, Big Brother, Blackish, Law and Order, unbelievable, and then the case of Joan Benet Ramsey. I, I'd heard that got in huge ratings, and um, that rounds out the top 25. So let's talk about Mondays. So the the new shows are uh, at at eight o'clock. Remember, on Monday nights you have uh, well, you have you have nothing. I mean. Uh, a lot of the shows, uh, things will move around after football. But right now, the Big Bang Theory is on 8 o'clock Monday nights until Thursday Night Football leaves. And remember this year, they're doing Thursday Night Football, CBS, half CBS. And then I think uh, this Thursday, it's only on the NFL Network. Then it's going to move to NBC. It's all over the place. What a mess. But can you blame them? It's number three in the ratings. That's huge money. Whether you watch network TV or not, the networks still make a lot of money. And when you get ratings like that, they make extra money so then after so kevin can wait which is the new kevin james show is on after the big bang theory again it's one of those things that's not even fair 
Um, here's the premise of the show. Uh, Kevin can wait. Uh, uh, Kevin James plays a newly retired police officer living in Massapequa, New York. During his retirement, he looks forward to spending more time at home with his wife and three kids. However, he soon discovers that the challenges he faces at home with his family are much tougher than what he faced on this job. <laughs> oh, you fuckers. How many times are we going to hear that fucking premise? Oh, fuck. Makes me furious. They actually film it in Long Island. So this guy just writes his own ticket. Obviously, the King of Queens. I don't even know why he'd do another TV series. He's kind of a movie star at this point. I guess he just wants to, and it's easy, and he's doing it in Long Island. I, I suppose if I was in his position, I, I can't deny I would probably do a show in Edison, New Jersey, where I grew up, and they have a big complex and just make my own studios and have all my friends come out and film stuff there. It's 30 miles outside the city. I guess he could still do movies. It's just, why come back to television now? You know, isn't that supposed to wait? Like, why? I, I guess it's just easy to do a series and he's just enjoying it. And if he's filming it in Long Island, all his all his high school friends can come and watch the show being taped. It is kind of great. But, um, you know, and he's a bonafide star, so it's probably going to do well. But here's some of the uh, audio from it. Hey, there you are. Since it's your retirement party tonight, if the leaves in the front yard got raked up today, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, you're home now. You have nothing but free time. But that's the misconception about retired people. Some of us are very active, like me. I got the guys coming over at 11 for a little day drinking. Then we're all going to learn how to use crossbows. Dad, I probably shouldn't go to school today. I, I think I got a concussion from football. Jack, you play Madden football. Boy, I have really? a cake made up for you. Oh. This is your husband's first homicide scene. Oh. Well, his little head fell off. No, 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 no. That's where it ended up. Okay, now, Thursday, we got our go-kart race. And on Friday, we got shooting paintballs. I say we combine them. We call it, like, paint cart or uh, go-balls. Yeah, I'm not down with go-balls. Oh. There's my baby girl. Look at this. I thought you had midterms. Hey, grab plates. There's burgers in there for all of us. Actually, there's only four. All right, fine, you guys can split one. You didn't tell him, did you? About your boyfriend? No, you told me not to. Hey, guys, quick update. Uh, I'm already two burgers in, and there's really no sign of me slowing down, so I think we're going to have to rethink the burger fractions. We don't have time to eat anyway. Oh, thank God, because I ate all of them. Oh, my God, the fat guy. <laughs> is, it, is that happening? Oh, you haven't told him about your boyfriend. How many times can we watch these same fucking shows? You know, and the funny thing is the premise, besides the family shit, which we've seen a hundred million times, is interesting in the sense that, and I really want to stop using that word, I'm sorry, I keep hearing myself say it, but <clears throat> a retired police officer retires when he's very young, you know, I mean, a police officer usually starts when they're in their 20s, so... It's very logical for a police officer to put in 20 years and then they retire at about 42, 43. I mean, let's say at the latest 45. Um, you know, with a full pension. So that's an interesting premise for a show, but they're just making it, I mean, they're just putting that aside really and just making it a stupid sitcom with kids. You know, oh no, his, girl, his daughter's got a boyfriend. How's he going to handle, oh, how's the fat guy going to handle that? Uh, are, you, are we going to eat these burgers? Um, you know, is he going to do that line for my favorite dad from Clueless? What's with you, kid? 
to the death of Sammy Davis leave an opening in the Rat Pack. Listen, I've got a shovel and a forty-five. I doubt anyone would miss you. That's the greatest dad of all time, dad from Clueless, Dan Hedaya. Um, but yeah, I mean, the premise, though, of a retired cop who's quite young is a good idea. And if you did it maybe on like a Netflix show and didn't make it completely funny and made it a little serious, that that's a better show for me, don't you think? Uh, this clip goes on for another like 20 minutes. I'm going to skip and see if we find anything interesting. He doesn't deserve my daughter. Oh, wow. Look, I hit it. See, look at that. And I didn't even know that was there. What? I just heard my father's voice. <laughs> That's exactly what he said about you. I know. Everybody heard the toast. Uh-huh. That was pretty funny. You always make great decisions. Why are you doing this? Yeah, you always told me to find someone who respects me and makes me feel special. I think we get all that with Todd. <laughs> Why can't you give Chael a chance? Oh my God, is this for real? For real? That's what they're... Con- this is the pilot. Who cares? This guy was a police officer. Who gives a shit? They're all white people. I mean, do you know police officers in Long Island? Police officers, they are racist. We know that. We know black guy driving a car, you're going to get pulled over. Everybody knows it. Yeah, You know, I think there's a couple... I think people are very nervous. I think a lot of the uh, racial things in Carolina, I, mean, I think the guy does have, you know, I think I think you don't hear a lot of the stories. I think they, you know, these people that get shot, don't get angry. I'm just saying they, they don't, the cops, please, they're saying, please put your hands up or whatever. They, they don't, they don't do it. And the, and people, the cops are kids and they get nervous. And that's how these things happen because they don't listen. And when people don't listen, you know, when you're a cop and you're holding a gun, you know, just do what they say. Is is, is that bad to say? Because that, that tends to be the issue all the time. Well, he wouldn't put his hands down and we thought he had a gun or he did have a gun. And and then, you know, his wife's like, he didn't have a gun. And then you find out he did have a gun. But I'm just saying, I mean, then, you know, then you got to show if he's dating a black guy for a police officer. Then you, then you got to show. But I don't think that's the case here. I mean, that's, but they're not going to do that on CBS on a Monday after the Big Bang Theory. I mean, that, you know what I'm saying? If put that on Netflix, there's a show. Now that's a show. Anyway, that show is definitely lasting a number of seasons. It's Kevin James. He's got a built-in audience. It Right now, it's on after the Big Bang Theory. It doesn't matter where it goes. If Last Man Standing with Tim Allen, which is probably just like as bad as this, is on the air seven seasons, and you probably just heard about it maybe today of me talking about it, then this is lasting a long time or as long as he wants it to. I mean, even if it lasts another four years, I mean, it's like this guy's had two successful series. I mean, it's unbelievable. So that's that ain't going anywhere. And then after that, at nine, they moved uh, to Broke Girls, and then that's Stupid odd couples coming back. God damn it. You know, it pisses me off. And uh, Scorpion. Uh, anyway, Kevin can wait. Might, um, I think it might move. I'm not sure what the story of it is, but um, it, it could be after football. Oh, Kevin can wait. It's going to move to 8 o'clock. It's, okay, it's going to take the place of the Big Bang Theory. Uh, and then this new show called Man with a Plan 
is going to start. Let's see what we have on that. Here it is. Man with a Plan. Uh, oh, starring Matt LeBlanc from Friends. Well, he's delightful. Uh, a dad... F- oh, God. I'm already angry. A dad finds out that parenting is hard. Oh, my God. It's the same fucking premise. Are you fucking kidding? A dad finds out that parenting is harder than he thought after his wife goes back to work and he's left at home to take care of the kids. Holy shit. What? You understand this is also the exact same premise of that Gene Wilder thing we played a couple weeks ago, something Wilder, and that was 20 years ago. Now, look, Matt LeBlanc is is also a bonafide star, and I like him. I can see myself watching this, and I hate myself for it. Let's take a listen. Matt LeBlanc is taking on his most challenging role yet. I'm going back to work. Yay! Yay! Daddy's in charge now. Fatherhood. Yes! Yes! I love you, Daddy. Oh, you guys, we're going to have so much fun. Can we get a puppy? Sure. No. No. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Me too. I don't have anything. What? I've literally never been thirstier. Mommy had snacks and ice cold waters every day. Hey, easy. It's me, Daddy Fun Times. Here, have a Listerine strip. Daddy? Yeah, Butterbean? I'm worried about kindergarten. Honey, you should be worried. Kids are mean. But just know, if you ever feel uncomfortable, you start swinging. Punching the nose can be a real problem solver. I'd like to welcome you all to the kindergarten parent mingle. Has anyone seen Mrs. Burns? I'm Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns, your wife graciously volunteered Mr. to be Burns. our main parent, so there's just a few things. Uh, listen, are... she's not going to be able to do that. See, she's decided to go back to work. Oh, okay. So I'll just pencil you in. Whoa. Hey, uh, I'd, I'd love to, but please stop writing my name down. What a wonderful group. I can't wait to meet each and every one of you. Mr. Burns, I'd like to see you after the mingle. I'm gonna skip. Just think of the children. There's not a thing. And you're gonna clean up the truck before you get out and close the door. That's right. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. My girl's addicted to lottery scratchers, and I simply withhold them when they don't do what I say. Well, first of all, good luck with your future exotic dancers. <laughs> Plus, I don't have time to get my kids addicted to something and then take it away. I need a solution now. Oh my god, my iPad is at 1%, what do I do? Kill your apps! Yeah, give me your phone. I just need a little something to get me to the house. Relax. It's like you guys are addicted to those. Oh god. Oh. Damn. It's horrible, right? But but look at this lineup. It's kind of smart for CBS. Look what they got. So after th- Thursday Night Football, or Monday Night... Oh no, no, that's not after... Oh, after Thursday Night Football because then the Big Bang Theory moved back to Thursday. Kevin Can Wait moves to 8 o'clock, okay? Now, that's... It's already a hit, but I know it's the premiere, so you never know. But let's assume it's going to be in hell. October 24th, that moves to 8 o'clock. And then, you know, if that's, if that's as big a hit as it is, and we're assuming, the man with the plan comes up, that's going to be a hit. And you got Matt LeBlanc. Then you got Two Broke Girls, which is a definite bona fide hit, whether you like it or not. And then the odd couple with Matthew Perry. So you got two of your cast of friends, you know, one of the most successful television shows in history, on the same network 
on the same night, it's very smart. That could work. I mean, we know that these shows stink, but we're also not sure who's watching them. Now, I'm not going to watch the Kevin James one. I probably won't watch the Matt LeBlanc one, but I might. I like him. I only watch Two Broke Girls in Syndication because that blonde one is really hot. You know, that's the one for me. Um, and sometimes I just watch the alcohol because they have hot girls on that, you know, because they're, they're guys my age and they're dating. So, But I don't because I hate it. But I do like Tom Lennon. And then Scorpion. Um, so that's CBS. But it's a, it's a very smart plan. Very smart. ABC that night at Dancing with the Stars, and then they have this new show called Conviction. Let's see what that's all about. Uh, Conviction. Oh, it's starring uh, Haley Outwell. Oh, she's hot. Oh, I like her. That's the one from uh, Agent Carter. Brilliant lawyer and former first daughter, Hayes Morrison, is blackmailed into heading the Conviction Integrity Unit, a department that re-examines cases where there's credible suspicion of wrongful conviction. Well, it sounds horrible, but it doesn't actually sound that horrible because it's kind of funny to be a former first daughter. That's a good premise. And like I said, she's really sexy. I, I think she's British, but I guess she'll wear, use a stupid accent, which you know still makes me angry. Um, let's listen. Oh, it's serious. Conviction. Come to gloat. Got an offer. I heard your university board has you on probation. Something about sleeping with a student? Students. That's hot. This could crush your mom's Senate race and put you at the center of another family crisis. Or I can make it all go away. The director of my citywide Conviction Integrity Unit is also our country's former first daughter. Ladies and gentlemen, Hayes Morrison. You get five days. For each case? You've got a team. The people I pick. Sorry, they're already hired. I pick the cases. Fine. On this first one, give me a happy ending. Funny story. Last night, I was busted for cocaine possession. Wallace dropped the charges in exchange for me taking this job. Working these pointless cases with you people, that's my prison. A win now while everyone's watching means freedom later. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's not that bad. I mean, I mean, in the sense that at least they're doing it kind of tongue-in-cheek, maybe. I like that girl. I, I, like the, I like the premise of her being a first daughter. I wonder. Well, they're clearly looking for something for this Hallie Outwell, and a lot of times when they do that, and we've spoken about this before with uh, Deborah Messing and uh, even Caroline Ray and stuff. With it. Sometimes the networks are looking for something. we got to find a vehicle for this girl. We know she can be in something. I don't know. You know, CBS has got it going on. It, you know, what's football ends? They don't have a bad lineup. Uh, let's see. On that show, convict. Oh, that's ABC. I'm sorry. That's ABC. Well, it's on after Dancing with the Stars. I don't know. Um, is it going to last? I don't. Uh, that's a tough one. You know, I, I think I'm going to say no because I don't think people know who she is. And I think if she was a bigger star, it might. But it's also on Monday nights. Does anything last on Monday nights besides this uh, Scorpion? Well, I guess the the Blacklist did. That was on NBC. NBC had some success with Blindspot and the Blacklist. Those were on Mondays. I don't know. 
but I think it. But if you look at those shows, they're not funny. This might be a little too light for a Monday. I don't know. Ah, I'm conflicted on that one because uh, it sounds kind of interesting because the first daughter, I like the premise, but I don't think it's going to make it. I'm going to say it's canceled by, you know, by December. All right. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. Uh, okay. That was ABC, CBS, CW, you know, fucking Supergirl. God damn it. Uh, I don't want to watch that show, but I know I'll find myself watching it. And that Jane the Virgin, which um, I've never seen and I don't care about. Fox. They have their uh, Gotham, which is very successful, which I stopped watching. And, of course, the greatest show ever, Lucifer, which was amazing last week for the second season premiere. It was so good. Lucifer, it's such a good show. It's so much fun. That guy is brilliant. Um, Something Ellis... He's so good. It was a great first episode. Um, you know, he's the devil. Or no, he, his dad is the devil, but he's, you know, the son of the devil. And um, his dad wants him back, but it turns out his mother has escaped. So him and his brother keep thinking that their mother has taken over a body, and they keep saying, oh, mother, please. But it's not, you know, the mother, and it's kind of funny. And the mother is so hot. We'll see next week. It's a, we're gonna say, I think it's somebody. Is it Trisha Helfen? Is it? I think it's the girl from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, my God. And then I think there's like an attraction between them, which makes sense because, you know, they're the devil. So you're allowed to do that when you're the devil. Um, hot. Anyway, in the winter, after Gotham in its break, they have a new 24 series called 24 Legacy, not with Kiefer Sutherland, which is like retarded kind of that Kiefer Sutherland is in a new show. Uh, they already have a, a, you know, where they're doing a sequel to 24. Um the show follows the life of war hero Eric Carter using real-time... Well, we know that already. Uh, the series begins with Carter, an ex-army ranger who has returned to America and the trouble that follows him back, compelling him to ask CTU to save his life and potentially stopping the largest terrorist attacks on American soil. Uh, yeah, it, t- it apparently takes place three years after the events of the movie 24 Live Another Day. I'm worried about you. You're barely eating or sleeping. Go, go, go. I think you gotta get past everything that happened to you. If I never hear a show or a movie that says, go, 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 again, I'd be very satisfied. I'm okay. Are you? There she is. I'm beginning to think this whole thing was gonna happen without you. Don't worry, I know how important this is. It'll help us get into the White House. I want this to be your moment. You're gonna make a great first lady. Six months ago, former director of CTU Rebecca Ingram launched an assault on the compound of Ibrahim Ben Kli. I'd like to acknowledge the many dedicated people at CTU. I'm so bored already. Moving on. Nicole, we gotta go. Come on, we gotta go. Yeah, we know how it works. God, this is so boring when you're listening to it, right, for that. Because it's an action series, so it doesn't work on our show. But um, you listen, it's only, what is it, 12 episodes? 12 episodes. It's definitely going to work. I mean, they're definitely going to show all 12 episodes. I mean, maybe it's like CSI, and they just keep doing these kind of things over, and people like them, and it's done in real time. It's an interesting format. It's going to last. So there's that. And it's only, like I said, 12 episodes, and Gotham comes back. Um. After that, after Lucifer has its break, there's a new show called APB. 
But again, they're doing it smart where, you know, you just kind of do a number of episodes and you really can't lose. APB, a tech billionaire, is given control over a Chicago police district hoping to close the file of a murder of a loved one. The story is loosely based on the New York Times article Who Runs the Streets of New Orleans. Uh, You know, actually, I saw this. It's kind of, this actually looked kind of fun. Um, Oh, and uh, Len Wiseman uh, directed. He's the guy that does Lucifer, and he was married to um, Kate Beckinsdale. Hello. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, this looked kind of fun. Like this uh, tech billionaire takes over the Chicago police district. Like he's saying, I could do a better job. I kind of like shows like that. Let's see. We have a bit of a celebrity with us. Mr. Gideon Reeves of Reeves Industries. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. My friend was killed a month and a half ago. Money. No! May I say how sorry I was to have heard of the tragedy. I want justice for Elliot James Sully. Taught me how to ride a skateboard when I was nine. Helped me break into the MIT physics lab when I was 16. And gave his life for mine. Since then, the 13th district has been too busy laying off cops Mr. Reeves, to even mount an investigation. I understand that you're upset. Give me the 13th district to run. Excuse me. You turn me down, and you can explain to the taxpayers why you turned down almost 100 million in free money. Mr. Reeves, you've been accused of grandstanding. Thank you. What do you say to people who say this is just a publicity stunt? My best friend bled to death in my arms, and I want to find the man that made that happen. I don't know. You know, it's kind of interesting, I guess, in a way. In a way. Um, but they've already had trouble on the series. The guy that created the show, this guy David Slack, um, they shut it because he left the show over creative differences already, like in March, and then they you know, had to get this new guy to be the showrunner. So already trouble. But I don't know. You can't tell with these shows that are just, you know, kind of mid-season replacements in a way. You know, it's just... It's hard to say whether they're going to go. You know, it's like it's easier to tell if you're, you know, if you're all set for a full season. But it does sound like kind of fun. I mean, I could see it coming back in between Lucifer. I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a chance. I don't think it'll be canceled. Uh, then NBC got The Voice, of course. And then at 10 p.m., a new show called Timeless. They've been advertising the hell out of it on uh, Sunday Night Football. And, you know, we already have time after time. This is called Timeless. And this premise is um, this uh, douchebag who is a time-traveling criminal who steals a time machine in order to change the course of American history and destroy the country. Sounds kind of awesome. You know, Dave Duskow awesome. Charged with the job of traveling back in time to catch him are a team of made up of a history professor, a soldier, and a scientist. The unlikely team of history professor, soldier, and so I just take that, yeah. Well, that's the whole premise. So, I don't know. Uh, let's see, we got something. Oh, they all start with that boom. They're all the same. You, move! I think he's going to get this time machine. Lucy Preston, Homeland Security. You need to come with me. You've got a hell of a reputation. History, anthropology. Master Sergeant Wyatt Logan, Delta Force. 3.30 p.m. May 6, 1937. Father, you're mad at it. You're telling me that this guy actually went back in time, for real, to the Hindenburg. You were our best option. To do what? Go after him? I think someone who loved history would want to save it. 
Our prototype. She isn't fancy, but she works. Usually. Do you need to go with them? I can't. I am black. There is literally no place in American history that'll be awesome for me. Lucy. Rufus. I'm a pilot. Kind of. Kind of? Have you been drinking? Didn't know I was going to be working tonight, ma'am. Might want to hold on. Well, again, you got something that sounds kind of fun. A criminal that goes back in time and changes everything. Kind of just like um, the movie Time Cop. In fact, that's exactly what it is, except they just added a history professor that goes in to get him. But, you know, I think if I was a kid, I would think this is the greatest show of all time. I just saw that Harry Potter play where they did the exact same thing. That's what people like nowadays. You go back and you change time, and then you got to deal with the repercussions. Having a series like that is not a bad plan. It's on NBC after The Voice, so it has a chance. But again, it's it's not scheduled for a full season. I'm going to say it's canceled. I'm going to say it's canceled. I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to say it's canceled. I say it runs its you know, course or 12 episodes, whatever it is. And then I say it doesn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stick with that. Uh, because then it gets replaced in the spring by the new TV series, um, which you might remember, of course. Uh, I don't have a trailer for it, so I just bought the, uh, the awesome one, which, of course, is this. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Good luck. Ah, classic. That was that first movie was way awesome, and that scene alone is it's it's almost a classic, legendary movie scene at this point. And that really is great. I mean, that movie I've seen it a hundred times now. I've never seen the second and third. I just don't care. Um, it's so badass, and he's really awesome in it. And it's so great when he finds that guy and he goes, "Do you remember what you said to me over the phone?" And the guy's like, "What?" I mean, that, that that's all you want to see. That's I liked it a lot because everybody gets their due. And that's what that's the kind of movies I like with a really nice happy ending. And uh, I like it. So they're making a TV series of it. It's supposed to be actually a prequel. So all the events in taking the TV series take place before his daughter gets kidnapped. But I guess, I mean, if you remember that he used, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that would be because the fun of the series was that he was kind of X whatever he did. We don't even know what he did, but. Um, they, is is a straight to series show? I I don't know. You know, if the guy is good in it, like the guy who's playing it, I think it has a chance. Everybody likes shows like that. Kick some ass. But I guess I have to make a depiction. I have to make a decision rather. Would it be brought back? This is tough. Um, 
I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I'll, I'll probably watch it, but I'm going to say no. Yeah. So I'm going to say all the hour-long 10 o'clock ones are out by next season. That, that's my prediction. I say uh, APB has a chance 24, definitely. The sitcoms are going to last. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the, the, the three uh, hour-longs that might, I don't think they make it. What do you think? Um, this is what happened last year. Uh, the last year's charts, you had Castle at 10 o'clock. Now Conviction is going to be. You had the Big Bang Theory at 8 until football started. Uh, then, well then, uh, well that, wait, is that the way it went? Yeah, so what happened was, uh, then Kevin Kuwait has taken over that show, Life in Pieces, which I think I said would make it one. I didn't think it would come back. Life in Pieces now is moving to Thursdays at 9.30 after it was on at 8.30 on Mondays after Mom, which is taking the spot of Two Broke Girls, which is moving back to Mondays at 9 to shelter The Odd Couple. That way you have the Kevin Can Wait, Two Broke Girls, and The Odd Couple. There's no way The Odd Couple can lose, which The Odd Couple has been very, very fortunate because, as we know, it sucks. So it's that Brooke Shields show all over again because it is squeezed between these powerhouse sitcoms now scorpion is at 10 o'clock it used to be at nine o'clock because ncis los angeles moved to sundays at eight o'clock so it was scorpion from nine to ten o'clock crazy ex-girlfriend of the cw is now moving to fridays it used to be on monday and it's moving to fridays at nine which is usually death but when it's on the cw network the fact that that's lasted another season I don't even know what to say. And Blind Spot, for some reason, moved to what Monday to Wednesdays at 8 o'clock. It's then being out at 10 o'clock, where, you know, as I told you before, when it goes to 8 o'clock, like they did it with NCIS Los Angeles, they have to make it less violent. So I don't know why they would do that, but I gave up on Blind Spot. I stopped watching it. Um, I don't know why. I just felt like it. It was pretty good. I just wasn't in the mood. Um, there's a guy that plays the FBI agent who was driving me up a wall. He was a really a poor actor. I think he might be British using the American accent. You know, that's pissing me off to no end. Uh, the girl who was tattooed, very hot, but um, fuck that show. Uh, let's take a look at some of the cancellations. Now, Castle, as you know, was classic. On May 12th, 2016, it was announced that despite some cast members signing one-year contracts for a potential ninth season, the show was canceled. Well, we've talked about that. That whore who was on the show with him, Stivic, whatever her stupid name is, the super hot girl, she didn't. She was being a troublemaker. She didn't want to do another season because her life is going to be so great after Castle. She's going to be such a huge star. She didn't need Castle anymore. And then she's like, "Hey, fans, sorry to. Oh, what an asshole! How dare you speak? Look, I'm getting mad again. We already did this on another podcast. I'm not going to go. I got to relax, right? It's just when you think of all the actresses and people that would kill for a role like that. I don't care whether they go thirty seasons. Who gives a shit? I got a job and I'm working and I play a, a, I, I play a tough guy. It's awesome. And I'm in a fun show that who cares if anybody's even watching? What, you can't do shit on the side? Do your movies during the summertime like everybody else. Look at this Kate McKinnon. She ain't leaving Saturday Night Live. She does movies in the summertime. Minority Report, that was canceled. Uh, on, that was on Monday nights. I predicted that one for sure. Uh, that was right. Let's see. That was, um, yeah, that was on Monday nights. Oh, on Fox. Yes. And I uh, predicted that would be uh, canceled. My Minority Report aired on Fox from September 21st to November 30th. 
It was developed by Max Bornstein and is a sequel op- adaptation of the 2002 film, the same name, based on the 1956 science fiction short story by Philip K. Dick. <laughs> uh, but he actually goes by Philip K. Penis. It is the first Steven Spielberg-directed movie to be adapted for TV. That's interesting. On October 9th, 20... 20- saying that word on october 9th 2015 fox announced that the series order was cut from 13 episodes to 10 that was what three weeks later when it started on may 13th 2016 fox officially canceled the series it's funny that they waited till may they waited till may to cancel it i mean pretty much stopped order they probably stopped airing it after the year and then they keep everybody around waiting that's a dick move just make a decision, just like I did. I made a decision. It's going to last. It's not going to last. Houdini and Doyle was their next project after Minority Report. Lucifer was stuck in the middle. I don't know how it landed. I guess because they were like, God, we got nothing. Thank God. I taped all 10 episodes. I erased every one of them, never even looked, because I knew it was going to be canceled. Houdini and Doyle is a British-Canadian-American television drama series based on the friendship of Harry Houdini and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Now, normally, as you know, I like that kind of shit. But I knew it wasn't last, and I knew it. A 10-episode first season was ordered by Fox in the United States and Canada. The first episode was broadcast on Sunday, March 13th, 2016. On August 3rd, Fox canceled the series after one season. Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes when I'm positive a show is going to get canceled, I don't bother watching it because uh, what's the point? I know it's going to be canceled. What is the point? So, um, wow, that's, what else? Oh, okay, so, um, I guess that's it. I mean, um, I don't think, I just, we're talking about last night, you can watch the thing, I gave you the the site name, and next week will be the big, the big hundredth anniversary, the hundredth anniversary, the big hundredth podcast show. Uh, I mean, I, I you know, I'm, I'm hoping there'll be lots of guests and lots of people, and if I can't put it together, it'll just be you and me again. Is that so bad? And we'll uh, we'll do something fun, uh, or maybe I'll just get a nice guest that uh, we all like, like Ashley. Who cares, right? But I got to do something. So, you know, maybe uh, if I can't work it out this week, uh, maybe I'll even skip the podcast to make sure that the hundredth is perfect. I don't want to, but pretty much another, the 100th podcast will come out Thursday morning, as always, as it always does. And uh, that's our show for this week. Obviously, you can see my stupid pics on our live show, on the Facebook show. Um, and remember, kids, if you're gambling, stop betting on teams and just go for the overs. It's been completely working for me. That Saints-Falcons game on Monday night, I, I just turned it off at the third quarter. I already won. I mean, what's better than that? Who wants to stick around and watch what happened to the Chargers and the Colts? You bet the Chargers, you're like, oh, they're covering, and all the Colts are the two seconds left. They uh, cover. Who needs that anymore? That's nonsense. Anyway, enjoy episode 99. I hope you liked it, and we'll see you next week for the 100th episode of the Dave Juskow Podcast. Can you believe it? Anyway, we'll see you next week on the Dave Juskow Podcast. Until then, have a great week week everybody